Good morning. Good afternoon. I never know what time it is. I always pretend like I do. I say something like good, good something. And then I always change it. That's the thing. <laughs> Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford. And if you are watching this for the first time, welcome. And if you're watching this for the 27,000th time, welcome. So I did something fun today and I opened up the topic to your questions. Hi, Patricia. Um, I actually sent, I have a whole subscribe to my show list. If you want to get on that, you can just go to my Facebook page and put yourself on that. And I send an email to that list every week, letting you guys know when I'm going to be live. And so yesterday I sent an email and I was like, Hey, send me your money questions. And so this episode is a live Q and Q, not a Q and answer, a Q and question, your question, <laughs> then questions you can ask about your question. <laughs> so I have about 10 different emails that you guys wrote in of questions that you have about money. Um, I've been seeing, Money for me is, is a topic that's always fun to talk about. I like facilitating around it. I like talking about it. I like creating it. I like having it. Um, and it's one of these things that I find is the reason and justification for a lot of people to not choose something or to make something harder to choose. And access classes, as one particular example, is a great example. Um, they're not cheap. Access classes are not cheap. And I had somebody ask me the other day, like, why are access classes so expensive? And the thing that we got into a conversation about around that was that every single thing from cheap to expensive is just an interesting point of view. And when you aren't willing to have that perspective, when you, when you have more of the perspective of there's cheap and there's expensive and that's what's real for you, then you're gonna look at things like access classes and go, well, I can't choose that. And you're gonna tell yourself why you can't choose it. The thing about money, the thing about creating money for anything, the thing about humanoids and money, is one, we need a reason to create stuff. Um, two, the only way we create things is if we don't have any significance attached to it. I don't know if you could probably look at your own life and notice that when you have no significance attached to anything like money, um, stuff shows up and when it's really significant or when you have to or when you need to or when it's like one of those energies it doesn't show up so so the important thing to, to change around money is really where you're functioning from with it so I'm gonna play with these questions I don't know how if I'm gonna get through all of them in the, in the next 30 minutes but I'm gonna start at the top and um, miss well, actually, the top will be at the bottom of my list because it's in that order, right? Okay. Okay, so this is a question from Clementine. Thank you. So she said, all right, so if money, <laughs> if money was your lover, would you still be having sex? Is the question that I hear a lot of times in Access. If money was your lover, would you still be having sex? In my current universe, I'd really enjoy to call a lover or two whenever I fancy, sort of making him dinner, uh, manipulating him to make it, I mean. I'd have some version of playtime, then send him home. In other words, I apparently like very selective controlled receiving. What questions can I ask to let go of my controlling of controlling my relationship with money? Um, Clementine, I'm talking about your questions. What questions can I ask to let go of my controlling my relationship with money while still making choices to have the money reality I desire? What is choice without control? So every single time, most of the time when we have 
I'm gonna call it a money problem. Most of the time when we have a money problem, we're in some sort of conclusion, probably a bunch of them, right? And one of the reasons that we ask you to ask your questions in Access, like ask us, the, what is your question? Is because it reveals to us, the facilitator, what's truly going on in your world. And it's it's microscopic views of it, like it's, it's like slices of it, or huge swaths and senses of it. But one of the things that I noticed in her question, and, and this is what you want to start to look at, is you're untangling your money reality for yourself and you're just like, or, or you're just like, fuck it, I'm just going to create the money, is you want to look at where you're in some sort of conclusion. So, excuse me while I pick my teeth. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear the 10-year-old upstairs, but he's playing video games and very excited about it. What would that be like? <laughs> Okay, so in other words, I apparently like very selective controlled receiving. So is that a question? No, it's a statement. And that was the first thing that sort of popped out to me. So there's no actual problem with having a lover that you incite and invite to make you dinner. You play with them and then send them home. There's no problem there. That's a reality that you can create and have. So if that's not a problem, then it's just a choice. The, the moment it becomes a problem is when you go, I apparently like very selective controlled receiving, which is actually this beautiful woman looking at what she'd really like to have and judging it. That means, if I only like that, that means this is controlled selective receiving. So the moment you judge something that you're choosing and you're creating that can just be fun, that's the moment that you cut, you cut off your receive. That's the moment you cut off your receiving, not the moment before that where you were having some yummy man cook you dinner, right? And I get that we're comparing this to money, but how much have you guys judged that you have selective controlled receiving about money? And I just invite you to go, everything that is, would you destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, block, all nature, choice, poison, beyond. So whose lies and what lies are you using to judge what's showing up in your life as selective and controlled are you choosing? And everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, block, all nature, choice, poison, beyond. So the thing about all this is that the moment you judge what's showing up in your life, you can't have more of it because you're judging it. So there's this weird thing about money that what has to change for more money to show up in your life is what you're choosing to be with you, what you're choosing to be with you. It doesn't matter what's showing up in your life right now. If you're choosing to judge and conclude and do all these things that like cut things off, that's what's creating your money reality. But instead of you would choose to go, okay, so I like this, all right, cool. What would it take to have more of that? There's allowance in there, there's space in there, there's choice in there, guess what can show up? You, hey, thanks, Tanya. Um, you get to show up. When there's space and no judgment, you get to show up. Guess who's the creative source of your financial reality? You. So when you're judging what's showing up in your life, then guess who can't show up? You. Guess who's the creative source of your life? You. Guess who can't be the creative source when you're busy judging you? <laughs> you. So really and truly, the thing around every single question that I'm going to read is going to be around getting out of the judgment of you and starting to acknowledge how brilliant you are and how much choice you actually have with money. So what choices do you have available to you with money and with your financial reality that you are currently judging out of existence? And everything that is where you destroy and create it. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, call, nature, it's poison, beyond. So, and she goes, what questions can I ask to let go of controlling my relationship with money while still making choices to have the money reality I desire? Um, I would just say, like, it's interesting that you're talking about controlling your relationship with money. So relationship is the distance between two things, right? 
So it, there is a really intense energy there of like, I'm controlling the distance that I have. So how much comfortable distance are you creating between you and money? And everything that is times a godzillion when you destroy it and create all that. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all my insurance, boys and beyonds. Um, what is choice without control? It's just choice. This is where you may need to start looking at your reality and go, where do I, where do I practice choice without control? Like, where do I just choose with no point of view? Start looking, start looking for clues about what your reality with choice really is. Because you may be in somebody else's reality with money. And that's pretty normal, right? Like, so where do you go? What areas of your life do you actually do have a lot of ease with this? Where you just choose and you have no point of view. What would it be like? You got to extrapolate that. What would that be like here with money? One of the, re one of the things I got lately is like for me and money, like I, I just have a lot of ease creating something new to have it. I don't really have a point of view. I can create something new to have money tomorrow and I can have a client or not have a client. You can say yes to me or say no to me. I don't really have a point of view about any of that. I got into all kinds of points of view. Like I'm supposed to sell things and close sales and all this other stuff. And my reality is not that way. When I require money, I just go get it. I just go have it. I, and it doesn't really matter what that is. If I have a really easy way to go get money and wait tables, I'll go wait tables. If I have a really easy way to make money and do classes, I'll go do classes. If I have an easy way to make money and wash cars, I'll go do that. I just kind of look around my world and it's like, well, what's the easiest way to create money right now? And I'll go choose that. So my reality with money is different than what it is that I bought that it was or thought that it was. And that's the same is probably very true about you. And what keeps you from having that reality is the decisions and the judgments and the conclusions that you've got a problem. You don't have a problem. You just aren't currently choosing the ease that you have with creation that you're not even looking for or looking at. So this is the stuff where you got to start to look for clues about like, where's the ease in other areas? I have a lot of ease with, you know, where do you have ease creating stuff? Start looking for that. Okay. Here's another question from Joyce. So Joyce says, here's, here's the question. Um, there's a lot of info about how to increase money, but not much on how to increase joy. Right. Um, since I've heard access people say that money follows joy, I'd love if you talked about that. This is one of those areas where you're going to have to go on an adventure. And for those of you guys that didn't catch my episode last week, I highly recommend it. It was, uh, I forget what I called it, the money you should have and the life you can't seem to be living. I don't know what I called it, but last week I talked about that, like where I was really discovering the, the kind of things, the life and the living that actually really lights me up. And um, that's going to be something that's really personal to you. It's not something you can really take a class on, although you could take classes that invite you on creative adventures, right? Like what, what kinds of things could you add to your life that would get you in the act of exploration of what creates joy for you? Um, one of the things that I really got about my family lately, and I know I've done a lot of videos about like my mom being crazy and all this stuff. I'm realizing that what brings me more joy than resisting her is actually seeing what I can create in her life that may or may not actually contribute to her, but would contribute to me. So I was looking into uh, horseback riding. She had a horse when she was 16, and one of the things that she never lets herself do is that, like she's in survival mode all the time. So I was like, what would be fun for me and fun for her? And I, I really started to look at my reality. The things that bring me joy aren't necessarily logical, right? They're not necessarily like the, 
I don't know, the things that you should do according to this reality when your mom was that. I don't know, the things, the shoulds, right? My reality is different than the shoulds. Shocker, hi Nikki. So, so go on a creative adventure with yourself. And if you don't know how to do that, go buy a book that takes you on a creative adventure. Go sign up for a class that takes you on a creative adventure. How many different things could you add to your life to sort of get a sense of what your reality is? With joy. Okay, um, here's a question from Mona and she goes, I'm 68 plus and not really interested in working hard anymore. I have um, worked for nonprofit organizations where I loved being the contribution to create a better future for the world. And I've contributed in many places to others. In the process, I never bothered about money or ensured I would have any money for retirement. So now I'm able to survive on the government pension, but it's below the poverty level. I'm working in my own business and earning very little money and would much prefer to be retired and enjoying my life. What do I love doing? Going to the beach. Uh, making art, going out to lunch with friends. None of that gives me financial independence. The money to pay for whatever I would like to choose, whenever and wherever I would like to choose it. I know we live in an infinitely abundant universe and I've been asking for my financial independence. Now please. Hey, I even buy lottery tickets and, some, and someone wins. Why not me? What would it take for me to be able to receive the money I've been asking for? Honey, Mona, you're not going to like what I have to say. You're not going to like it. You may not want to watch this video. <laughs> Honey, you gotta get to work. Now listen, uh, Stephanie and I are about to do a book club on a book called uh, Beyond the Utopian Ideals. And a lot of us, hi Eva, a, a lot of us do fantasies and utopian ideals with money and work. It's, it's pretty crazy. I watch myself do it too. Like, well, I shouldn't have to do this and I shouldn't have to do this and I've worked hard for most of my life and so why would I have to do this and I don't want to do that anymore and, you know, and I'm, I'm sort of blowing Mona's email like out of proportion but you kind of got to get real with yourself if you want any of this shit to change. I mean, my favorite thing about Gary Douglas is he's a pragmatist. He's like, you got debt to pay off, get to work. You got consciousness to create, get to work. You, you want to own a business? The fantasy of owning a business is that you'll start a business and it will take care of you. The reality of owning a business is that it owns you 24-7. So what are you going to do to create it? Um, <laughs> yes, wave. <laughs> so this thing of where I know we live in an infinitely financially abundant universe and I've been asking for my financial independence now, please. I would ask you... What are you willing to do or be to make this show up with ease? And if you're not willing to do or be anything and you want to spend your days at the beach and, you know, making art and going out to lunch, you can. You just have to get that. You may have to require, you may need to change your point of view. You may need to change your perspective. For me, what this is for me is like, I'm 43. I don't have any, you know, I don't have any investments going yet. I don't have any of that stuff on the go. Um, in fact, my, I was hanging out with my sister yesterday and, you know, she's, she's a very different point of view with money. She's got four houses and investments and like things going for the future. And I was really looking at that and I'm like, you know, she's got a brilliance with money that I haven't yet chosen. And something shifted in my world when I looked at that. I was like, I could choose that. I could choose that. I could actually put money into investments tomorrow if I chose. So what would I like to choose to have what she's having? And so there may be something else required of you to have what it is you say you have. And so if you're not willing to even look at any of that, you may want to use what, what fantasies and utopian ideals with money am I using 
to keep myself in eternal poverty and my choosing. And everything that is times a godzillion when you destroy and create all that. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. What fantasies and utopian ideals am I using to keep myself in eternal poverty and my choosing? And everything that is times a godzillion when you destroy and create all that. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Really, what this question is, and thank you, Mona, for this, because this is where a lot of us function from with money, is I just want a man that's going to come in and like do all the laundry and, and you know, go down on me and make me happy. Uh, for like three hours of the day and I don't have to do anything for him. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> we live in this reality. You may just want to look at and be a little more pragmatic about what's required of you. And, and I know that's a bitch. <laughs> that's kind of like the bitter middle of this Facebook Live. But if you aren't willing to work anymore, that's cool, you don't have to. You just get to have whatever it is you're creating with that. If you would like something else, you gotta be willing to do or be something different. And that's where you're just gonna have to ask, what can I do or be different to change this right away? All right? Hi, Rebecca. <laughs> How can I create more than just enough for classes? So this is the lady that gets to travel around the world and go to access classes. Now you might not be there yet. Um, you might be there. What would it take? Um, so, Paige, I don't know what you mean by that. You're going to have to say more. So, how can I create more than enough to just... So, the thing about this is you're a humanoid. If you don't know what a humanoid is, message me. I will explain it to you. What that means is you have to have a reason and a motivation to create money. If you don't give yourself a reason and a motivation to create money, you will not create money. So if your current motivation and reason is to go to classes and that's all you really care about, I'm using care about really loosely here, that's what you're going to create. So you've got to start to look at what would be inspiring to you to have. What would be inspiring you to create? What can you choose that would inspire you and motivate you? That's what you have to start looking for and looking as and asking yourself, what do I truly desire to create here? That question never stops being relevant. It does not matter how many access classes you take, how many clearings you do, that question is consistently relevant to because you're always changing, you're always expanding, you are, your reality is getting bigger all the time. So guess what? Your asks, your choices need to get bigger with your reality. Um, and you're gonna get to a place where you, you know, What's great about going to access classes all the time is it kind of gives you a semi-structure. It's like you know you like going to classes, you know that you've got to create money to go to classes, so you kind of have your work cut out for you, right? But once you've gone to all those classes, then you're like, well now what? I accomplished what it is I set out to create, well now what? Most of us don't create goals or targets or anything beyond getting to access classes. And trust me, if you want to, if you want to even get to access classes, this is something you want to look at too, of like, Hey, what's beyond access classes? There's a whole world out there. There's a whole universe of you know unconsciousness and consciousness that is requiring us. What did you come here to create? And was it just to go to classes? Because this is kind of where we stop our asks a lot of time, especially with access peeps, you know? We're like, ah, oh, I just want to get to classes. And that's cool, and that's amazing, and you can. And you may want to look at the, the bigger energy, the bigger picture energy of going, what is that? What did I come here to create? What did I come here to institute? When I leave the planet, what do I want left behind? Do I want 
Do I want to leave anything behind? Am I creating myself into a resource? Is there anything there for me? Like, or, you know, or did I just kind of come here to have a small little postage stamp life? There's nothing wrong with a small postage stamp life. I just know most of you. <laughs> it's not generally what you want to choose. So you've got to be willing to look beyond that and go, what did I, what would I like to create here? And um, that's what's going to start to give you more awareness. All right. Okay, I know we're supposed to be grateful for money, um, for whatever money comes in, and I am. My business is making money now, yay! And I want more. Yes, you are humanoid, so this is the other thing, is your humanoid reality is that you always want more. You always want more, that's real, that's just real. That's just what it is, you always want more. You're not wrong for that, you always want more. Where you go into judgment with this is where you start to cut off your creative possibilities. Yes, you want more. You don't have to judge that. You can just go, okay, so what else can I add here? So how do we keep amping up the amount we're receiving? I can't pull money in my energy pulls any harder. What do I have to do or be different to actualize more money right away? Here's a little tidbit that Gary's put out recently about creation and actualization. As soon as you choose something, you've created it. The moment you choose something, you've created it. So the moment you choose a class, you've created that class. The moment you choose a house, you've created that house. What's left? actualizing it. So now there's all these steps, nonlinear, uh, uh, unmapped out steps where you get to actualize what you're asking for, what you've chosen. Um, but really like, how do I increase it by hundred percent or more? Ask for that and then ask what can you do or be to create that right away? You've got to be willing to be the creative source of your reality. That's how money shows up. You've got to be willing to choose whatever it takes, whatever it takes, however long it takes, no matter what it takes. I am having this. Now, how many of you are willing to be that for you? And how many of you abandon you at that point? And so everything that is, everything that doesn't allow you to just to acknowledge what you're choosing with it, will you destroy and create all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, all and shorts, boys and beyonds. So with a list, like Paige just put in a comment, excellent health, travel, and, and inspiring people. It's like, okay, cool. What do you have to do or be or institute to actualize that right away? Where can you start? Kriti, my life has changed a lot post-access as far as money is concerned. A few years back, making a choice was so alien to me, whereas now I'm making choices um, even when I don't have money in my bank account. And I'm literally seeing one choice leading to another. However, there's something that's still sticky and uncomfortable and not enough. I also feel guilty over spending on stuff or stuff that's not a necessity, and I blame myself for choosing something that could be avoided in lieu of something that would create more. Y'all, guilt, blame, shame, regret, and guilt are distractor implants. If you don't know what that is, go read Living Beyond Distractions stat, or go to my website. There's a 30-day class on that book. Um, so what is a distractor implant? It's anything that distracts you from being all of you. Now, some of you may be watching this and jumped off because this seems really basic. This is not basic. Every single thing, every single tool that you get in foundation, which is the second core class of access consciousness, is the stuff that we return to as facilitators over and over and over and over and over again to change this stuff for ourselves. And so every time, you gotta start listening to yourself when it, when it comes to changing and creating something different financially for yourself. You gotta start listening to you and going, oh wow, I just said I, just said I feel bad. I just said I, I go into guilt. Those aren't real. So what can you start to institute in your own world to create a new practice for yourself? 
because we're practiced at distractor implants, we're practiced at judgment, we're practiced at conclusions, we're really good at decisions. We're not necessarily practiced at hearing ourselves and changing what we're choosing in that moment. You know that whole thing of you have a new choice in every 10 seconds? You have a new choice with how you function with money in every 10 seconds. And it's where you function from that your money reality is getting created from. So if you're functioning from guilt and blame and shame and regret around money, that's where you gotta work. And what by work, I mean get present with. Get present with yourself. Where are you functioning from when you talk about money? Are you, talk, are you talking about it with a blame, shame, regret? Listen to yourself and go, wow, those are everything that is, all the distractor implants holding that in place, times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all the insurance, poison, beyond. Um, start listening to yourself and looking at where you're functioning from. <laughs> basics and basic, you rock. Oh, cool. Okay, so Eliza's got a really good question too, and Eliza just took her first foundation, and a lot of you guys, um, you know, some of you guys have taken a bunch of classes, but a lot of you are still kind of new in this whole tool thing. <laughs> tool, yeah. And so she's like, um, thank you for asking if we had any questions. I've been composing emails in my head to you so often since last week's show. All right, cool. So in relation to your question, can you please talk more about how you and humanoids in general don't do it for the money? This causes extreme confusion for me because I'm all about the money. I haven't ever had money and now I know I have a very strong belief that for me it's the answer to all my things. Freedom to do and go where I want, power of choice and to have beautiful things, closing bags, furniture, cars, holidays, etc. Okay. I'm going to get to, to this. I'm going to actually pick this one apart a little bit because this is really good and then we got to go. But following last week's show for the first time ever, I had a glimmer of a thought that maybe none of those beliefs are mine. It was a glimpse at a different possibility though, though as the desire or more, more honestly perceived need for money is still very, very strong and yet I still have created none. How do I get out of this head mess, please? Okay, there's like, I don't know how many things. So the first thing is, the first thing I would ask Eliza if she was sitting in front of me is, truth, is it true you haven't created any money? You wanna get honest with yourself about how you create. Money is not cash, money is energy. Right now, we are on the road right now and we are host being hosted in one of the most beautiful homes that we are not paying money for. We are just living here. Are we, we're watching Aaron, which is part of it. So there's, a, there's some sort of exchange going on, but it's not a linear exchange. It's this gifting and receiving where we get to be here. It's a gift that we're here. It's a gift that he's here. Did we create money? Yes. So that's one thing. Uh, we got to stay in other people's houses as we drove down that I wasn't planning for. There's, so money is not cash. You've got to start to acknowledge how you create. So is it true that you haven't created money? Yes or no? You gotta ask yourself this. Is it true that I haven't created money, yes or no? Okay, how do I create? What have I created that I haven't acknowledged? Why is this so important to do this? And you know what, I get it. Cause like when you're in this place of like, money's a problem and I don't have any, taking yourself out of that and turning it around is almost, it can feel like turning the Titanic of your reality, right? It's like turning the Titanic, trying to get yourself to look at it from a different place. But this is the work. This is the work. This is the work of changing your reality with money. This is the thing. This thing I'm talking about of turning the Titanic of where you're looking at something from is the thing that's going to change your reality. So what can you, instead of going, I have this problem, I can't get out of this problem, how do I fix this problem? Go, okay, so this is the possibility here. What if this were a possibility? What if this thing that I'm doing around money is a possibility? What 
What could I use this to change for me? What could I use this situation to change for me? How could I use this situation to change where I'm functioning from? Have you guys ever weeded gardens before? Did you ever pick out dandelions? Well, not only are dandelions the logo of access consciousness because seeds and dandelions are insane, but when you go to weed a garden and you do not get the root of a dandelion, guess what pops back up? More dandelions, bigger dandelions, extravagant dandelions. Why? Because that root is where all the life is. The, the leaves are kind of an addendum to like keeping the root alive. Like the, the root is where the dandelion lives. Guess where your money reality lives? In the root of where you're functioning from. Guess where you need to put your attention? At the root of where you're functioning from. So start listening to yourself and going, okay, so I heard some information that need is a lie. So everywhere I'm functioning from need, the lies of need, I destroy it and create all that. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, online, shorts, boys and beyonds. Um, everywhere I believe I haven't created money, I'm destroying and I'm creating that. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, online, shorts, boys and beyonds. I, I've heard that I actually can't create money from the space of need and not acknowledging. So what have I created that I haven't acknowledged? And everything that doesn't allow me to be, no perceive and receive that, I destroy and uncreate all that. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, online, shorts, boys and beyonds. Um, and this whole thing of, I haven't ever had money. Is that true? If money isn't cash, what's actually true that you're not looking at? How have you created? I happen to know that Eliza lives in a house. She eats food. I think she drives something and she recently took foundation. All of those things require money. So how is Eliza creating her life that she hasn't yet looked at? How are you creating your life that you haven't yet looked at? What else is possible for creating the future you're asking for that you haven't yet looked at? And I believe that for me, it's the answer to all my things. Freedom to go and do where I want. Power of choice and to have all the beautiful things. So how many fantasies and utopian ideals are you using to keep yourself from the choice to have and create and generate money are you choosing? And everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, golly, insurance, boys and beyond. All right, clearly this is a massive topic. And I know a lot of us in Access are doing a lot of money classes right now. Guess why? Because we know you guys aren't as pathetic as some of you seem to think you are. And also, it's just time for this to change. It's time for us to be as amazing as we actually are. Hi, Mary Nella. So I'm going to be doing a, a one-off class on Friday called the 10 Keys to Creating, I don't forget what I call it, the 10 Keys to Creating Any, any Money You Want anything money for anything i have no idea what it's called <laughs> the 10 keys to creating money for anything it's 50 bucks and you guys are invited it's on friday so i'll make sure that you get a link if you want to come play in that and um i'm really grateful for you guys i'm really grateful that we're looking at this and i'm really grateful that we are all changing this for ourselves anyway so if you got something out of this please share it for me and uh <laughs> i adore you guys and thanks for being live with me i'll see you next week and um what can you begin to put your attention on? What can you begin to get present with that would allow you the space to change it? See you next week. Bye.